0: Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding. But you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like... You're going to a funeral, maybe, or you're depressed. About, anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look, not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry. By the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping, and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow-up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need, all in one spot. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash Wedding Shop. Let's Talk with Heather Dubrow starts now. Welcome back, everybody. There's so much that I want to tell you about and talk about my trip to Paris and all these other things. Of course, Stephen Gabby, my Fabulous producers are here and we were just talking offline before we started. And obviously, you know, I want to say something about what's going on in Israel. And um, I've posted some things. But what I just want to say is that politically, it doesn't really matter how you feel about Israel and Palestine and what they've done to each other over the years. I think we can all agree that hurting and killing, murdering innocent people and children, it's not okay in any scenario. And it's so heartbreaking what's going on and seeing not just the images, but talking to dear friends who have family there and children there and parents there. And of course I'm a Jewish American and, you know, having Jews be targeted for so many years is something we've always dealt with, but there's a lot of talk with our rabbis and our friends And it's just really, really scary. And it's not just scary for Jewish people. It's scary for everyone. Having said all that, you know, it's like, how do you walk the line between what I just said and going, hey, I'm going to talk about my trip to Paris. And how do I even post about you know, the second part of the reunion that's on or, you know, whatever is going on. It's a difficult situation. And, and I don't really know the answer. All I can tell you is that in times when things are so dark, sometimes it's nice to have a moment away and be able to take breaks from it. And so that's what I'm going to use my time with you, all of you today is to take a break from all of it and have a little fun conversation and a little levity because that's Unfortunately, still going to be there when we sign off today. So I just wanted to say that and sending prayers and thoughts to everyone that's being affected, which is really all of us. Okay. All right. Well, we didn't talk about the reunion last week or this week, but maybe we'll do that next week and do like a final recap of the whole thing. Cause I'm, I sort of like to see the fallout from the fallout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So we'll, we'll we'll go over all that. But if you want to talk about it on Nightcap, you can tune in at 6 p.m. Uh, tonight and uh, you, we can talk about that live. Okay. So I want to talk to you about my trip to Paris. Now, what's crazy is I usually make notes to myself as I go along, like things I want to remember. I did nothing. So I I may be a little jumbled, but I was just so wanted to be present and just enjoy myself. I made sure to take pictures and videos because I knew everyone would want to see that. But I really tried to do it in a way that would give me a memory and give all of you some um, visuals, but wouldn't take away from what we were doing. And I learned a lot from this trip, for sure. So the way this all started is that Louis Vuitton invited me to go to their show in Paris. And I was a hosted client and apparently the only hosted client on the West coast. So I didn't really know what that meant, but I will tell you what it basically means is they, you know, take care of everything. So, um, you know, I paid for my own flights and my clothes and stuff, but they, uh, you know, got us drivers and parties and, you know, like a lot of stuff. And so that was very nice, but you also you feel it's like, you know, staying at someone's home. Like you can't, you don't can't cancel on people. You have to go to everything. And it's like it's almost like a lot of pressure.
1: Because it's a very exclusive invite. Like yeah. it's yeah, I picture you and Rihanna and Bill Gates all sitting right next to each other at this show.
0: No, <laughs> no, not really like that. But yes. But you know, there's different categories of people that go to these kinds of shows, and there's definitely a hierarchy. So you have these A-list celebrities like Rihanna and Kate Blanchett and uh, the Williams sisters. Like you've got people like that um, who, you know, go to the show and maybe one dinner, maybe, maybe, maybe just go to the show. And then um, you have clients who shop Louis Vuitton who spend a lot of money there and who are valued clients and kind of like friends of the house. I think I fall into that category. It sounds
2: like a Royal party. You're friends of the house of Louis Vuitton.
0: It's true. (laughs) And then there's people that just shop there and spend money. So um, I'm kind of in the, uh, like, I'm sort of in the tweener category, I think of being someone who's kind of known, but someone who, you know, is a good client as well. And especially this last year, I wore so much, Louis Vuitton on camera and just in my life. Cause I just really like it anyway. So they invite me to come and, um, we decided to, you know, of course I said yes. And then it was like, how are we going to make this like our trip as well? So we did a long weekend in Paris and it was really fabulous. Okay. So I'll start with this. So we flew La Première, which is Air France first class. We have flown La Premiere before and I have friends that have bucket lists of first classes they'd like to try. And I'm sorry if this is going to piss off Air France, but take it off your bucket list. Oh, I'm gonna I don't know. You, yeah, I going to tell you something. There's only four seats in La Premiere, So there's one by the window and there's two in the middle and there's one by the window. And so Terry and I got the two in the middle because that way when they sort of close the curtains off. You have your own little pod, let's just call it. Uh, for some reason, this wasn't my experience last time. When we went last time, Katarina's seat, because we went with Ace and Kat, her seat didn't recline. And it was like a whole big ordeal to make it recline. Now, this might not sound like a big deal, but these seats are like fifteen to $20,000 a piece.
1: Wow. Yeah you've had some history now it seems with malfunctioning seats and traveling around
0: 100% it does not go well for me but what i will tell you is when uh, when something happened on american airlines they reach out they give you credit they send you miles air france did not care so we so we took it again on the way there and um i have to say like this service wasn't great the cabin was so hot the food was meh it wasn't, I mean, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's worth it. If you can get a business class seat, I think it's fine and it's lie down and I, I, I it's a lot less. That's what I would say, tell you. Does that sound like really bougie and obnoxious?
2: <laughs> I'm just surprised that it was like so, uh, I mean, I can't believe how small it was. That seems crazy to me because you see like uh, Lufthansa and Qatar and like all these other ones that are just
0: like you basically have like a small apartment. Yeah, this is not that. And we've been on it before. It's really it's not worth the money. It's just not. And, uh, you know, when we went last time, like they had caviar and they had all these like the, the food this time was just like it wasn't good. Really wasn't good. Um, And the service wasn't great. And you would think with only four seats, they would be, you know, all over you. It really just not great. Terry asked for snacks in the middle of the flight. He couldn't sleep. And so he asked for snacks and the flight attendant said, we don't have sex. This isn't America. Wow. What? It's What's like it? a 12 hour flight. They don't give you any. Just and they did me. have sex. It was just, I don't know if she was trying to be funny. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so. I'm just telling you all because, like I said, a friend of mine just told me, oh, that premiere that's on my bucket list of first-class seats if I could ever go. And I go, take it off. Don't do it. Okay. So that was that. But having said that, we started off at Private Suites. We had maybe the best espresso martini I've ever had. I will tell you that Private Suites, they just opened. I'm not sponsored, but it's in LA and they just opened in Atlanta. And I think they're try- they're opening somewhere else too. That's worth the money. And if you have an American Express card of like, I think it's like, I don't know if it's gold, but maybe gold or platinum and above, um, you get to go in this Centurion suite, which isn't like your own suite, but it's like a shared suite, but it's beautiful. It's like sitting in the most gorgeous lounge and they have tons of food and, and drinks and everything and all of it's included and it's fantastic. And they drive you on the tarmac to your plane. It's totally worth it. Anyways, I would rather use private suites and fly coach than go into the regular airport and be on a crummy flight. Anyway, so I did sleep on the plane. We get to Paris. And even though uh, Louis Vuitton had offered us a hotel room, we decided to stay at the George Sank because we just love it there. And also, I, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm like a baby when it comes to traveling, but I feel comfortable when I know where I am. And you know, I'm so bad with directions, but when I'm in a space that I know, it makes me feel happy. And so we decided to go back to the George Sang and we pull up and the manager Shannon is waiting for us outside and greets us, whatever. And they gave us the penthouse suite. And oh my gosh. So if you know anything about the George Seng, it's the four seasons. George Sang in Paris, Jeff Letham, brilliant florist, does all the flowers there. So those are all those gorgeous. Florals you always see at, at the George Sank in Paris. And, um, I had messaged Jeff like the week before. I'm like, are you going to be in town? And, and I had just missed him, but you know, of course I always like love seeing what he's done there. And we, they take us up to this penthouse and I put a tour where I'm going to put a tour. I'm not even sure if it's up yet, but I did a little room tour. It is so, it is the most gorgeous. It's a, it's like an apartment. It's like a sexy, gorgeous apartment. And it's Jeff Latham flowers everywhere. I mean, roses and orchids and things. I mean, so stunning. And um, the furniture is beautiful and this gorgeous bar. And you walk through and you, and then there's almost like a sunroom with this beautiful floral um, wallpaper and drapes. And there's champagne and there's macarons and the whole thing. And then you walk outside to this insane patio. Right in front of the Eiffel Tower. Whoa, that's um, awesome.
1: I'm looking at pictures of this right now. Were there snacks there?
0: There, was, <laughs> there were so many snacks. And there was fruit, there was macarons, there was champagne, there was so many snacks. And then, so, so there, and then off of that deck, you walk up a spiral staircase and upstairs, there's another like rooftop deck for an even higher view of the city and the Eiffel Tower. And then, You go back downstairs, back through the sunroom, through the living room, into the bedroom. The bedroom is stunning. And I'm going to tell you what I loved about the bedroom. The actual bedroom where the bed is, it's not overly large because I find sometimes when you go to hotel rooms and you get a suite of some sort, sometimes the room where the bed is is almost too big. I would rather have a larger living space and a smaller space where the actual bed is, if that makes sense. Um, cause it's cozier and you can cool it off really easy. Anyway, so it was like a stunning bedroom. Off of the bedroom, there is another patio with sunbeds.
1: How many patios are in this? This one?
0: Basically, this- I mean, two, but one of them had a patio above it. So like two and a half. So there's sunbeds out there off of the bedroom and then the bathroom. Insane. And like, like, kind of planter boxes at the windows with orchids in them. It was so beautiful. The marble was so stunning. The lighting was gorgeous. The towels were amazing. The closet was just gorgeous with Baccarat lamps and chandeliers. And I mean, unbelievable. And it wasn't, uh, it was very, it was large, like beautifully large, but it wasn't like, um, You know, when you think of, or you've seen in a movie, you see a presidential suite and it's so big. You're like, I don't even, what would I even do in all of that space? This was like the perfect size suite. It was just stunning. It felt like the most gorgeous one bedroom apartment. Amazing. If you're a working woman, you might be looking to level up in your career, or maybe you want to pivot into a completely different industry. Well, whatever your goal is, Georgia Tech Scheller's College of Business they can help you get there. The Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business full time MBA program consistently ranks top twenty in the nation. Scheller's full time MBA program is ranked number one among top business schools when comparing total tuition costs with the average starting salary. Tuition is over fifty percent lower than other comparable ranked programs. The full Full-time MBA class of 2023 achieved a record-breaking average salary of over $154,000, a 12.5% increase from the previous year. In addition to the affordable tuition, Scheller offers many full scholarships and fellowships for women. If you want to discover more about the program, attend one of their full-time MBA webinar information sessions. When you attend an information session, you'll receive an application fee waiver. Visit gtmba.women dot com to learn more and see where a Scheller MBA will take you. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding, but you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear a white unless they tell you to wear white, and you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral maybe or you're depressed. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look, not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry By the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need all in one spot. Check out Macy's wedding shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. So we got all settled in there. And then the thing that Terry and I do now, every time we travel is we immediately go for a walk. And it is the smartest thing to do for your health. It's also really good to do for jet lag, but for your health and getting the blood pumping, especially when you're on a flight for that long. And also, you know, I'm like on top of blood clots and strokes and everything these days. So, you know, you got to get up and walk around a lot during the flight. You got to pump your feet like you're pressing the gas, all that. But, you know, we wanted to go for a walk. So we just put on our sneakers and We went outside and the weather was, I mean, just the whole time we were there, we got so lucky. The weather was perfect. So we went outside, we walked down to the, all the way to the Eiffel Tower and back. And it was like the perfect walk. First, we had a little drink, to be honest. We had a little drink and then we went for a walk and then we came back and we took a glorious nap and then we had plans at Gigi. And so we've been there before. And Gigi's this really cool, um, kind of enclosed rooftop Italian restaurant and it's a party, like a super party, you know, live music, people dancing on tables. Anyway, so we walked there because it's not far from our hotel, but totally went in the wrong direction. I don't know. I was turned around. We were turned around and I was wearing heels. That part wasn't great. But but and then we got there and it was so warm outside. Oh my gosh. And then we got there and we had the best time, met the greatest people. Everywhere we went, we met fantastic people. And so, um, met these great people and ended up doing shots with them. I don't know what is up with Terry in the shots these days, but he's really enjoying a tequila shot. So we did that and we ate so much and we danced and we drank and it was
1: fantastic. Did you encounter anybody else who was going to uh, the fashion show while you were there?
0: Not at that point, not at that point. Uh, but everyone there was there. I mean, like Honestly, almost everyone was there for fashion week, fashion week, Paris fashion week is huge, huge. So everyone, you know, there's shows almost daily for all the different houses. And, you know, Christian Louboutin had a show and Dior has a show and this one and that one. And so just walking around the city, everyone looks gorgeous because whether they're going to a show or an after party or a pre-cocktail party or whatever it is, everyone's dressed. So everyone's usually dressed in pairs anyway, but this is next level. So we went back to the hotel and I feel like we had a nightcap and then uh, went to bed. And then the next day, it was like a free day. So I had this idea. We love this restaurant, Cafe Lulu, which is, I think I've talked about it before, but you sit outside where the choulery gardens are and it's just like green and trees and people picnicking and If you look to the left, you see the Louvre. And if you look to the right in the distance is the Eiffel Tower. So it's like the most perfect place to have lunch, especially when the weather's nice because you sit outside. And so we decided to walk there and it's a really like good walk. And so maybe like a 30, 40 minute walk. So we just had the most fantastic walk through the city. Now, Terry's really into this thing called zone two cardio, which is the most boring thing ever. It's boring to talk about it. It's boring to do it, but he's really into it. And Peter Tia is always talking about it. So that garden is the one with the, the, like the
2: square trees, right? That they always film in, that they use for, um, I think you're filmed in like Mission Impossible, I think, and a bunch of other movies.
0: I don't know. There's a carousel in there. There's a park in there. It's this really gorgeous, long, rectangular garden that sort of marries you know, kind of the Louvre all the way to Place Vendôme. So it's really, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, anyway, so we, we decided to walk there and Terry was talking about zone two. And because I was dragging him to Paris, I let him talk about it. That was my concession. So zone two is basically, I'll give you like the very short version instead of, getting into the gym and getting it done. And I guess the you know, school of thought used to be 30 minutes, raise your heart rate, lift some weights, get out of there. Now, apparently it's zone two, which is a slower, less intense cardio for a longer period of time. So if anyone out there has an hour and a half to two hours to walk, congratulations. <laughs> so I'm like, this is an old person workout, honey which is fine, but I'm just telling you that, you know, I think this is an ages and stages kind of workout, but he loves it. And so anyway, so I was letting him talk about Zone 2 the entire way. We were Zone twoing all the way to Cafe Lulu. And so we walked all, beautiful walk, so lovely, air, gorgeous. And, you know, seeing people as we're walking around, uh, people that recognize us or ran into some people we knew, actually. It was funny. Um, And uh, it was great. And so we got there, we had a beautiful lunch, um, went back to our hotel and then I got changed over and we went to the Savoie Fair cocktail party for Louis Vuitton. And the, it was at Chevelle Blanc, this other hotel and the hotel was gorgeous. And basically what they do, if you remember, I went to a Savoie Fair um, event in Bel Air, maybe a few months ago. If you remember, I had posted a photo of me sitting in front of a huge stack of Louis Vuitton trunks And there was a Louis Vuitton ping pong table and things like that. So it was a very similar type event, but at a private home attached to Cheval Blanc in Paris. We went there, saw some friends, hung out, had champagne. It was the most gorgeous evening and the sunset was spectacular. I mean, the sky was the most beautiful colors. I'm waiting for the photos because there was a photographer there. But uh, I mean, just amazing. And so... We walked around and it's kind of fun because you get to see things you would never see like their high jewelry, which are, you know, things. And then there's, um, there's this bag. It's a $1 million bag that Pharrell designed.
1: What's on the million dollar bag?
0: (laughs) On the million dollar bag. It is a yellow and white. I have a picture of it. It's a yellow and white duffel and everything on it is solid gold, like the chain and everything. And then the lock is diamond. To be honest, I don't get it. But apparently there were six of them, two in each color, and it believed there's only one left. Wow. So someone's buying it. Um, so did I hear LeBron bought one? They might be friends. Anyway. That's nice to do your friend a solid. I'll buy your million dollar bag. All right, whatever, man. What are you gonna
1: do with that bag? I whatever. don't
0: know. I, to me, I mean, obviously, everything's relative. I wouldn't spend a million dollars on a handbag, but I mean, if you were a billionaire and you and it was a you love Pharrell and you love Louis Vuitton and it's a piece of history and you know you want to display it in your closet like as, as art, I can I can go there. So um, we did that party and it was great. And then Terry and I did our favorite thing in the world, which is go to Maison de Caviar in Paris, which is our favorite restaurant. And it did not disappoint. And what was so great is usually it's a little quiet in there, but because it was Paris Fashion Week, it was slamming. It was so fun. And there were so many people there in a good way. And they played the best music and the food is so good. And I ate you know, beluga caviar. I like the Iranian one they have there and smoked salmon. And then they have those blinnies that are like pancakes that are like pancake pancakes. And they have the best butter and the best potatoes and the, oh my God, it's the best, 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 best. And I know a lot of people like caviar caspia, which is more of a scene. But to me, the food and the vibe is so much better at Maison de caviar. And it's kind of like, if you know, you know, kind of place. Love it. So we had the most incredible meal. There. And then we went back and I think we had a nightcap at the, at the hotel. And then the next day was the show. So I got up, had my hair done and did, I did my own makeup the entire time I was there.
1: Per usual, right?
0: Well, sometimes, you know, in LA, like Nadia or Ashley will do my makeup. But the thing is, when I go somewhere where there's a question mark, I always do my own makeup because remember that time in New York? I sat for two hours to have my makeup done and I looked like two black holes of Calcutta in my eyes. Like literally, you know, how they make fun of me and they say I look like other mother from um, Coraline. Yeah. That's what I looked like. And I had to wash my face and start over. So I just won't, it's not worth it. I won't do it anymore. If I ever get to the point where I can afford to bring someone with me, fine until then I will do it myself. So, um, so I had my hair done twice once for the cocktail party Cause I wanted like sort of a wavy, cool vibe. And then once for the show. So I had my hair done long. So the two guys that did my hair one day, it was Glenn and one day it was Ricky. They did such a great job. What was funny is they're LA hairdressers. So a lot of glam people will go to Milan, go to Paris, go wherever for fashion week and, you know, put themselves up and, and work for the week. It's so smart. I mean, Definitely. why not? Right. Definitely. Yeah. Man. It's great for your book. Right. And international clients. And then when they come to the States, they have someone. And yeah, no, it's good payday. So anyway, so that was really fun. Um, And they also know my hairdressers that I use here. So it was fun. A lot of relationships come with strings attached. You have to do this, that, and the other just to stay on someone's good side. But you know who will always love you unconditionally? Your pet. We love our fur babies. I have my dogs, George and Roxy. Max has her Russian blue Vincent. They have made a big impact on our lives. They take care of you during the hard times, so take care of them with Embrace Pet Insurance. Whether you have a dog or a cat, Embrace Pet Insurance offers customized plans for your pet's exact needs, especially since vet care prices have increased 33% from 2022 to 2023. With Embrace Pet Insurance, you can visit any vet or emergency clinic. And if you have multiple pets, you're eligible for a 10% multi-pet discount. Plus, they have a 24-7 helpline and optional wellness rewards program to ensure you prioritize preventative care for your pet. Don't wait for the unexpected to happen. Join the massive community of pet owners who trust Embrace Pet Insurance to protect their pet. Head to EmbracePetInsurance.com Heather and sign up for Pet Insurance today. Make sure you go to EmbracePetInsurance.com slash Heather, or they won't know I sent you. That's EmbracePetInsurance.com slash Heather. It's time for a spicy new sponsor. It's the latest revolution from Kimono Condoms, America's thinnest condoms for over 35 years. Meet Kimono Swirl. Kimono Swirl condoms are America's only double helix shaped condoms that stimulates both partners like a sex toy. The unique swirled shape twists and stimulates with your movements. It's crafted with premium vegan latex, lightly lubricated and a luxurious pleasure for both partners. Harness the power of nature for an effortless clean with Kimono Swirl Natural Cleaning Gel. It's formulated with natural and botanical ingredients like Camellia White Tea Extract and Arnica Montana Flower Extract. Find Kimono Swirl Condoms and Cleaning Gel on Amazon and get 20% off now through the month of October with code 20 talk. And get your swirl on. That's 20% off now through the month of October with code 20SWRLTALK. 20SWIRLTALK. 2-0-S-W-I-R-L-T-A-L-K. Anyway, so I had my hair done, did it straight, did my makeup. I was happy with my makeup. And um, we went to the show. And it was such an interesting experience. It was kind of exactly how I thought it was going to be. But, you know, I didn't know what to expect because it was an unknown situation. So you know how, like, you're walking into a party and you're like, I don't know, did I dress appropriately? Did I... Am I arriving too early? Am I arriving too late? Because there is sort of a sweet spot. you don't want to get there too early, and you don't you can't get there late because it's a fashion show. It lasts for six minutes. If you're late, you missed it so um so my advisors, uh Christopher and Mickey, that I work with at Louis Vuitton, you know, they were like, you know, arrive at this time so we got there and they you know grabbed us and took us in, and it was it was so. Fun. And it was such a, a like, I, everyone was very happy. It wasn't, I, I would expect people to be posturing or posing, or you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that at all. There were huge crowds outside because, like, Zendaya's is there and, you know, Kate Blanchett and all these people. And so there's huge crowds outside trying to get pictures of people. Um, and, but there's a lot of security. And so we walked through and we walked into where they were having the show and took photos. And then but I guess I expected I, I thought maybe there would be um, like a red carpet, like a like a step and repeat press line kind of thing. But there wasn't. I mean, there was areas where you took photos, but not what I pictured. And then you get in there and you get seated. And um, there really is no bad seat. So even though there's a hierarchy of sitting in the front row, which I did not, I was in the second row, it was all raked. So, I mean, I almost liked my view better than had I been sitting in the front row because I could really see the whole outfit as opposed to looking up. Um, so we sat there and it took a while for the show to start. It didn't start on time. And whoever designed this thing designed this show to be an entirely orange event. So picture a huge space, big enough to house a run, a long runway with a circle in the middle of it and house all these people. And it was completely enclosed in orange plastic. It was like (laughs) sitting inside. A plastic bag. Do you know how hot it is inside a plastic bag?
1: What was it like to breathe in there?
0: It was very hot. Terry was fanning me. And you know, I'm someone who always carries a fan with me and I I brought them with me, but didn't bring them into the show. I had a small bag and I didn't think to like stick it in Terry's pocket or whatever. He looks so handsome by the way. But anyway, so we were sitting there and it was very hot, but we were talking to people left and right and, forward and back and people we knew and people we met and whatever. And then we watched the show and the show was great. And I've seen fashion shows before, you know, I know what a fashion show looks like, but it was exciting to be there um, just to be in Paris and see the show and all of it. And so the show went on and then Nicholas Giscay comes out at the end and some um, designers don't walk the whole runway. They just come out a little and kind of wave. He walked the whole runway which I thought was great. And so we got to see him. And um, yeah, so that was the show.
1: I didn't realize it was only a like a six-minute show. I guess in my mind, I thought it would go, I don't know, 30 minutes or something like that. Six minutes, five minutes, that's about standard.
0: I mean, maybe it was 10 total. But think about it. I mean, if you have 20 looks for the new collection, you know, how long does it take people to walk down the runway? Spin? Yeah. And And there's multiple people going. You have like two people, right? Exactly. So one goes and then 30 seconds later, the next one goes. So it's really, it doesn't take very long at all. Um,
2: Well, I have a quick question about like, while you were sitting there, um, it sounds like everybody was, obviously everybody's kind of chatty and talking. Was it kind of um, one of those environments that is like a community where you could just like spark a conversation with a person you didn't know?
0: Yes. And that's what I think I was trying to explain before. Thanks for asking that because it was, it was a very fun atmosphere. It wasn't people posing, not speaking to each other, being all fancy, waiting for the show to begin. It was like, hi. Oh my gosh. Where are you? I love your outfit. And there's, um, they did a collab with this artist, um, this, uh, uh, Japanese artist and it's all uh, a couple of seasons ago and it's all polka dots. And so there were these two gals that were completely decked out in the polka dots, but they had, to the nth degree, and it was done so well, they had them in their hair. Their lipstick was covered in the polka dots, but perfectly as if Louis Vuitton had designed it for them. Well, that's crazy. Wow. And listen I- to how crazy this is. You have to submit your look for the show because they don't want anyone in the same outfit. Oh,
2: I love that. Actually, that's like—I mean—that's per- it fits perfectly for a fashion show. Makes sense. You don't want anybody embarrassed,
0: <laughs> no. And so, it, so like, I was wearing that black top that crossed with that skirt. Um, I did see like someone else with the top, but they had a different bottom on. Or there was someone that had the dress version of that top. But I will tell you, there was—I was the only one with that skirt. That's.
2: Awesome. And I mean, it makes everybody feel like one of a kind too, wearing all those
0: beautiful pieces. Yes. You feel so special. And it's like, and and yeah, and to your point, it doesn't matter where, because I had some girlfriends, like I was in the second row. I had girlfriends sitting in the fifth row. There was, you know, I had friends sitting in the first row. Um, It didn't matter. I didn't, I didn't feel good, bad, or indifferent about it. I was just very happy to be there. And I loved my outfit. And I loved seeing everyone else's outfit and seeing, you know, Zendaya and what she was wearing and and all the things. Um, it was very very cool. But it was a celebratory event, and I think that was so fun, so so fun. Um, anyway, so the show was over, and we're walking out, and we ran into Josh Flagg and Candy Spelling, who were staying in our hotel. Um, I had never met Candy. I know Tori. I know her daughter and Josh and I, um, have met, I don't know, a handful of times. And so I said, we have a car outside because even though our hotel was not far away, you you don't walk because there's so many people right outside. You, you like, it's just better to hop in the car. So, um, I said, come with us. So they came in the car with us and we uh, drove back to the hotel together. And decided to have lunch. So the four of us sat and had lunch. And you know, Candy and I live in the same building. And so um it was so fun. And she is delightful. I mean, really lovely. Interesting and interested in, you know, what what's going on in the conversation? Just really lovely. I so, so, so enjoyed hanging out with her. And Josh is a hoot. So fun. And we sat and we so, so while we were staying at the George Sank, there they have um They have a bar that's like, um, uh, it feels like a dark, velvety, Parisian, gorgeous gentlemen's club. Then they have a restaurant um, that they do outside. There's an inside portion as well. But when the weather's nice, you sit outside and it's gorgeous. La Rangerie, I think it's called. And then there's the gallery and the gallery runs along the courtyard. Um, and it's really fun and it's beautiful. And so that's where we went every morning to have an espresso martini before we went on our way. And we'd go in the afternoon, have a snack. So they make the best, you know, I'm obsessed with club sandwiches. Yes. (laughs) By the way, someone messaged me and said, it's called a club sandwich. Remember how I said it's because it's a country club thing. Someone messaged me and said, it's because it's chicken lettuce under bacon. But that's not true because it really started as a turkey club. I don't think that's true, but I do like that. Anyway, their their club sandwich is the best club sandwich I've ever had. It is so perfect. It is bread and it's chicken and lettuce and tomato and um, bacon. And they put mustard and mayo and a fried egg.
1: (laughs) I think you've told us about this fried egg club sandwich
0: before. I'm just telling you, this one in particular is fire. It is so good. Oh How my was God. the egg cooked? It was cooked well, which I like. Hmm. You can't have a runny egg on a club sandwich. You can have a runny egg on a hamburger because it cooks, you know, because the hamburger is warm. But not on a club sandwich.
2: You don't. You don't like dipping it in the yolk and then like getting the extra. Not, not a club sandwich. No I, don't it. I can
0: see. Yep, not the
2: club sandwich. That sounds like all of your food just like was uh, at its peak. because it was- We went to regular places and they all just, they all
0: hit. Not, not done. But so far, so good. Yes. Club Sandwich Fire and their um, french fries, I've told you about before, but their french fries are shaped like a Frito. So if you ever want to get caviar, George Sank, order french fries with it because it's the perfect combination and the best dip ever. They got scoop fries. Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't that called a wedge?
0: No, a wedge is literally a wedge. This is like a Frito, like it's a scoop. Wow. Yeah.
1: What a world of possibilities here.
0: Oh,
2: you probably peel them like... Oh, um, like with a... Like like with a yeah. When they cry, the they curl up.
0: So good.
2: Wait, so the fashion show was in the morning. This was like it was the like first of the it. was like okay. a...
0: Want to two o'clock. So okay. it was nice. It was like a day, like you get to sleep in, and you get up, and then... You know, I got ready. It was like leisurely and Terry went to the gym while I was getting dressed and then, you know, went to the thing. It was great. And then, um, what did we do? Oh, so we were supposed to go to a dinner, an after show dinner that night, but like we ate so late and I kind of had a little bit of a headache and it was so hot and that I just, it was too early. I didn't, it was at seven. I didn't want to go. So I took a nap because I can. I took a nap and then we decided to go to dinner at this place called Noto, N-O-T-O, because our friends said it was really fabulous, this Italian place. I thought the uh, place was very pretty. They had live music. Um, It was okay. I'm not sure I would run back to Noto, but they really liked it. Who knows? And, you know, I always like to qualify that because you never know if it's an off night. Like I love Gigi, but if you went on an off night and it was quiet or... Like the chef was off and you didn't love it. I don't know. Sometimes maybe you have to try a place more than once. Um, But it was just, it was just okay. But I'll tell you what was super interesting about being there, which I did like. So there were these two guys sitting next to us and they were, um, they were French, which was important because our tables were very close together. And you know sometimes if you're sitting too close to someone, you feel like they're listening to you or I don't know. (laughs) It's weird, but they were French. So we didn't care. They were speaking French. We were speaking English. It was, and I and I love the accent. So you know, I love the language. So it was kind of nice. Anyway, they kept getting up and leaving the table, and I assumed they were going out to smoke. And I wondered where. So I went to the restroom at one point, and next to the restroom, there's literally a smoking room that is enclosed. They must have a vent because it didn't look smoky, but it was like a small room with four chairs in it just to go smoke.
1: That sounds very very Paris.
0: Yes. And they would get up for 20 minutes at a clip and leave and go smoke and then just come back. Get in, a,
1: in a room that where it's all just filtering ab- about. Wow. All yes,
0: right. Crazy. But I just I don't know. I think things like that are so like interesting to watch. So um So we saw that and then went back to the hotel and hung out at the bar, met amazing people. We met some people from Miami, met people from Boston. We met people from London, we met people from Tokyo. I mean, it was so fun. I just, I love that. So we did that, so much fun at the bar. I mean, we stayed out late every night, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., whatever. And then the next day was is what they call the resee day, which is where you go re-see the collection. You go re-see it up close and you can order things. So this was my only kind of shopping day. And I didn't really see this as a shopping trip. And, you know, Terry hates shopping and all that. So I said, give me two stores. That's it. I just want two stores. And I go, and we can walk, we can zone you to the stores and we can just shop a little and that's it. So not far away from our hotel, you know, it was beautiful shopping. And I wanted to go into Courreges which is a great store and i you know they've had a huge they were so big years and years ago and they've had a big resurgence recently um but i didn't want to buy the typical little black chore jacket with the white emblem on the on the uh the breast pocket because everyone has it right so i wanted to see if they had something more interesting unique whatever and i went in there and I bought some really cute things and I bought things like I bought these white, they look like go-go boots and it's so not me, but I thought it was really fun. And I thought maybe it would be a cool look to wear at BravoCon. And so I bought a bunch of things for BravoCon. So get ready for my Courage 70s vibe at BravoCon in Vegas coming November, what, 3rd, 4th, 5th kind of thing. Um, so I did that. And I love shopping in Paris because they'll just send it to your hotel. So you could to shop and you don't have to carry anything. And then we went into Hermes and you need an appointment to go to Hermes, which I had. And we went in there and you have to, you have to check in, they seat you, the whole thing. And I was looking for um, a mini Kelly bag and I didn't really care what color. I just, not black. I just wanted something interesting. And so she was like, oh, and then there was this other bag that I really liked that you can't find anywhere. So she was like, and they had one in the win- in the display in the store. And she was like, that's just for show. We can't sell that one. And I was like, okay. And so she's like, let me see what we have. And she comes back and she brings me a bag. That's not the bag at all that I was saying I was interested in. And it was black. And I was like, huh? And so I said, no mini Kelly's and no, she was like, no, we didn't get any in right now. You know, it's Paris fashion week and things are da, 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 whatever. And I was like, yeah, okay, never mind. No thanks. And we left. And I said to Terry, I go, the truth is they probably have 10 of them back there, but there is exactly what I was concerned about would be at the fashion show is exactly how Hermes operates. There is such a hierarchy to shopping at that store. And unless you're someone who knows people, or someone who shops there and spends a lot of money, you're not getting a bag. Or you have to get it from um someone who has a connection and then you pay more.
1: Wow. Who's you, I grow up and even get one of these. Damn.
0: No. And I'm sure, I mean, there's people I could call and, you know, get, get it together. I don't know. I just find it so obnoxious that it turned me off. And I went, Yeah, Because Terry goes, why don't we call so-and-so, you know, I'll get you one. I'm like, first of all, there's something about the experience of being in Paris, going into the store, buying in Paris. It's a memory of the trip, you know, that sort of thing. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, I don't know. It turned me off. And I was like, forget it. So we left there and we went and had of martini, of course. And then Terry went to the gym and I went to my Reesey appointment. And it's two blocks away. So... I walked and I love, I just love walking, especially, you know, I never know where I'm going, but in this area I do for the most part. So I walked there and I loved being outside and the weather was so pretty and I got there. So now I'm back in the orange plastic bag because they have the event in the um, space where the show was. And now all the clothes and bags and shoes and everything are on mannequins. There's still a couple of live models walking around wearing the clothes but basically everything's on mannequins. So you can go up to it and you can really look at it. And they'll, t- if there's an over jacket, like they'll take it off for you. So you can see what's underneath, like that kind of thing. Um, And it really, things look much different on the runway than when you see them in person. Like you really can't tell what the fabrics are or like there was like a skirt that I loved and then I saw it and this thing must've weighed 10 pounds. It was all beaded and it was so heavy. Um and then something, some things look worse up close. Some things look better. Interesting. So you go through with your person and they basically just write down what you like. And that doesn't mean you have to buy it. It just means, you know, this is what I'm interested in because some things they don't put into production after the show. Some things they do. Some things they modify depending on what, you know, the reaction is. Um, and so, and they're serving champagne, but it was so hot. I'm like peeling my jacket off. And, Whatever. Um, but they served champagne and light bites and water and ran into friends and it was great, super fun. So I did that and then um walked back to my hotel and I didn't know I was gonna have time to change. So I did, and you know, I had all my outfits very planned out. And if you look at my Instagram, you can see them, and I'll do a better, slower fashion roundup and really show everything because one of the outfits I wore um to dinner when we went to nodo i didn't know i was going to i didn't know if i was going to change after the show i didn't know if i was going to wear the same outfit or change so i brought like another louis vuitton skirt and this little bodysuit but i had this vision of these wide fishnets and i didn't have any and i didn't have time to get them before i left for paris and while i was like driving from the airport to the hotel I saw Nicole Peltz Beckham um, wearing those fishnets at Victoria Beckham's show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sad. I really thought those are the tights I wanted. So I I texted the concierge at our hotel and they got them for me, which was great. And they're (laughs) Caldezunas. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So they got them for me and I got to wear them. And that was amazing. Okay. so So I did the receipt, got out of the orange plastic bag breathe some air. I almost wish my walk back to the hotel was longer because it was just so, pr- oh my God, I just love walking there. But anyway, so we got back, I got back to the hotel and that night we were being taken to Louis Vuitton's home, which is outside of the city. And, and it's like 30 minutes outside the city. And I was out of outfits basically, but I did bring this I don't know. What do you call that? Like a one-piece, like a catsuit, like a unitard? What do you call that? Emily Simpson would call me a whale trainer, dolphin trainer.
1: <laughs>
0: but it was like a turtleneck, like a mock turtle sleeveless one-piece thing. So I had picked it up right before I left for Paris. And it was from Susanna Monaco. And this was like a comfy, stretchy thing. And I, I was going to wear it the first night, but I decided like it's too hard to pee. And so, you know, you don't want to be like in a, in a restroom, in a restaurant and be like naked in there. Steve, you're not going to understand this. This is just like chick problems, but it's like, and the zipper in the back, forget it. But I was out of outfits and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to wear that. And I'm going to wear, but it was like, you know, I had to wear Louis Vuitton because obviously we're going to his house. So I put on a coat and boots and accessories and the whole thing. Anyway, we drive out there with Christopher. Um, my advisor from Louis Vuitton and I brought a bottle of champs in the car. Oh my God. It was so funny. So remember I told you when we got into our room, there was a bottle of champagne. I always love when people leave me a bottle of champagne in the room and most people do, but nine out of 10 times, we never drink it. Really? Because Because I don't like drink while I'm getting ready. I know some people do, but I don't. So I like to have my first drink. Like when I get to the place, And um, I wouldn't come back late night. I don't know. I just usually don't drink it. So I kept ordering ice up to the room thinking we were going to pop the champagne. So I may have ordered ice up to the room four or five times. I know. But then finally, on this day, I was like, you know what? Let's bring a roadie. Terry doesn't drink champagne, but I thought it'd be fun for me and Christopher to have a glass of champagne in the car, you know, like a big sprinter-y kind of car. Anyway, so we had some champagne in the car on the way there. We get to, I don't know how to pronounce the name of the place where the house is. It starts with an A. It's like A-N-S-I-G-N-E-R-S kind of thing. Anyway, so we get out there. And what it is, is it's Louis Vuitton's original home. And next to it is the place where they make the custom trunks. So what was in store for us, which I didn't even know, was that we were there with two other couples, one couple from the Midwest and one couple from the East Coast with their client advisors and the guy who sort of runs this home. And so we got to go into his home and they served beautiful champagne and hors d'oeuvres and the whole thing. And we were walking around and this gentleman was explaining to us about the Louis Vuitton family. And, you know, like in a very like interesting way, not uh, different than being on some tour where they're yakking at you or whatever they're doing. He was talking to us like we were friends and, you know, would come up and tell me and Terry a story and then we'll go talk to those people, whatever. So it wasn't a big group. The house is so interesting when you hear what year it was built. And even though it was built so long ago, it was modern for that period of time and whatever. So we did all that. And then they took us through uh, where the trunks are made. Part of it is a mini museum, let's call it. And the rest of it is where they actually make the trunks. And you're only allowed to take photos in this little mini museum area. So interesting, you know, very old trunks, some of the original trunks they made that the top of it was curved, and then they changed the design to be flat so you could stack the trunks when you were traveling because this is actually how people traveled back then, so got to see all that, and really just cool visuals and and uh, a little walk through of special trunks and whatnot, and then we got to go into the space where they make the trunks and it you have to you have to study for two years to be a trunk maker, two years. You have to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not intern. Um, apprentice. apprentice. Thank you. You have to apprentice for two years to be able to make a trunk. And we walked through the whole thing. You're not allowed to video, you're not allowed to take photos. And what was so incredible is there's not one machine in the entire place. It, they are all made by hand and they are, Older people, younger people, pierced, tattooed, uh, you know, headsets, playing their music, podcasts, whatever they're doing. Everything is made by hand. Every little nail is hammered. The leather and the suede are hand glued. And so Terry, who can't stand logos and, you know, all this kind of stuff, was so blown away by the craftsmanship of what was going on here. And I have a custom trunk and it was made in this factory, which was so special to see. And, you know, I was asking them like, what happens if someone makes a mistake, you know what? And she's, and and the woman taking a strong, was explaining you have two tries. So if you put a nail in and it's not exactly right, you could take it out and do it one more time. If not, they have to redo the whole piece. I mean, just Crazy And just watching them and the care and literally the artistry of doing this, you understand why they charge what they charge for a bag. Now, there's other places that don't do this all by hand. And, you know, it's making me rethink what I like and what I have and all of that. But I have to say it was pretty magical to see this. So then we went into we did this whole thing and then we went into the dinner and it was lovely and the other couples were lovely. Um, it was a little, the, uh, the food for me was a little French. Um, so I just tasted, sampled, whatever. And then we left there and we went back into town and we went to dinner at Kong, which is this really like late night dinner. Um, it's a really cool modern Asian fusion restaurant and you're, you sit basically in a glass dome. And you overlook the city and it's really cool and it's very modern and edgy and fantastic.
1: Looks like a submarine from what I'm seeing.
0: It kind of does. It feels like a rooftop that's glassed in. So when you go there, you really want to sit along the edge, but it's the point table where we were actually sitting. That's the best table. And if you can, you want to go for sunset because it's really pretty to see like the lights change and you know, you see the sky because it's all open. Um, so that was really fun. And then that was it. I I sort of packed in between the Reesey appointment and going to the show because I just wanted to get it all handled so we could just have fun. And we stayed out super late. Um, and by the way, all the stuff I bought at Courage. So when you, when you travel home, you want to get your VAT tax back. So you have to go to the airport and a lot of times they make you show them what you bought. So you have to have it out, but then you have to carry it and all that. So I packed really well on the way home and I left our two, um, onboard wheelie bags empty. So after we went through the vat, I just, we went to the lounge and I packed them up and off we went. Now, We were on the wait list to get on La Première for the way home and we didn't get on. So we flew business class on the way back, which is why I'm going to tell you that business class is perfectly fine. So you get a nice lie down bed and the staff was lovely. The flight attendants were amazing. Um, They were so accommodating and lovely with drinks and snacks and food and all of that. And um. It was really great, and we slept. It's, the cabin was so hot. I don't know what they were doing with that. But anyway, we saw these friends, and then we ended up at private suites, and we had a little bite to eat at private suites, and then we went home. But I know what you're going to ask me.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the talk of the town, Heather.
0: Oh, yeah. Ask.
1: How was the bed bug situation?
0: Okay. So apparently Paris is infested with bed bugs. Which I had heard about, but I don't know why I wasn't really that focused on. And if you ever want to know how to not get bed bugs, you can go online. I mean, but I will tell you that bed bugs live in upholstery. So they live in headboards. They live in mattresses, that kind of thing. And so you're really supposed to check. We do not have bed bugs. Um, but I have to tell you, like I was most concerned about the airplane home. And why I think we didn't, and they have them at all the luxury hotels too. This is not like a cheap hotel thing. They are everywhere. I don't know what they're going to do, but they are everywhere in Paris. So I think the reason why we didn't have them in our room is because we were in the penthouse and the penthouse, I, I am totally making this up. This is just what I think. I think it's not used that often. And so I don't think you have the turnover that you have in some of the other rooms. And so I, I think that's why.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: I could be wrong. Uh, <laughs>
1: I'm. Did you know? I'm forgetting when this news really broke. Did you know about all this before heading over, or was that kind of a thing by the time you landed?
0: I had heard about it, but yeah, when I was there, everyone was talking about it, and I thought there's nothing I could do about it. But the bummer was when we got home, I left our luggage downstairs because I wanted to clean it, go through it, put it in plastic bags, like take care of it. And my housekeeper unpacked everything. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. And I was like, shit. So I had, we cleaned out all the luggage and everything, but I've just been letting everything sit on a rack and just waited to see if anything happened because, you know, most of my clothes are in our apartment. So I was going to bring them back there, but I didn't. So they're in our house. And so I thought, all right, well, I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait and see. But there, I checked the suitcases and everything, and I didn't see anything. We had bed bugs once. Oh boy, Katerina, when she was, I don't know, three and a half, four, I had um, a headboard made for her, and I think that whoever made the headboard probably took it home to work on it, and they must have had bed bugs, or there were bed bugs in the in the place where they were making it. And so my poor little cute little baby with the big fat cheeks, she had these bites on her face in the morning every day and we couldn't figure it out. And then I read about bed bugs and they say at night they come out from the upholstery and they bite you and then they go back in. So we actually filmed this for housewives. But they didn't show it. They didn't show it. So apparently there are dogs that sniff bed bugs. So we called the dogs and I thought it was going to be like this big, scary dog. It was a poodle. <laughs> so they brought a poodle over and the poodle went up, went right to cat's headboard and was sniffing around the headboard. So they took the whole headboard out. They threw it in the truck. They sliced it open and there were the bed bugs.
1: Yikes.
0: But Whoa. then they brought the dog back up to make sure they weren't in the mattress or anything and they weren't.
1: Wow. But strangely, they would only stay on the headboard and yeah. not get
0: they like upholstery. Maybe they don't go in mattresses. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. But that- the, I saw a video where they,
2: they don't go in it. They like hide in the crevices of a mattress. You know, like the old ones that have like the, the lip. They uh-huh. hide in that little lip. But I think a lot of newer ones, it's harder for them because like I have a purple mattress. So there's no lip. It's just like round. They'd have to like furrow, right. uh, which is harder. Probably. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But I think the good news is so far, (laughs) knock on wood, I mean, we've been back for like a week. I think something would have happened by now, probably. Don't you think? I don't
2: think so. Yeah. I mean, you probably would have gotten a couple bites. At least maybe on a couch. I don't know.
0: Well, what was really crazy was when we landed, we went to, um, we had a drink at private suites and then we decided to stop because the kids weren't home. So we decided to stop at the Ivy and have dinner on the way home because we wanted to stay awake. We stopped there and it was a really buggy night out and I always get bit. So I was getting mosquito bites sitting there and now I'm like, how am I going to know if it's a mosquito or it's a bed bug?
1: It's not to the point where they have to close down businesses and restaurants or is it exclusively like a residential?
0: It's not a restaurant thing.
1: But even like just anywhere that I could imagine anywhere that has any kind of upholstered Upholstered furniture. I mean, if it's all over the city, then it, but it has not reached that point yet.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure I want to know. I'm just glad that I think we're okay. But I'm not taking those clothes back or anything to my apartment. I'm leaving them there for a while. I really just want to make 100% sure. So, anyway, so it was a very, very successful trip. I thank Louis Vuitton so much. They bought me a beautiful bag and a belt and I, I, Too many people got that, by the way, not just me. Um, And it was just, it was such a lovely experience. I would tell you, if I were to do it again, what I would do is I would love to go, now that I understand it, I think I would have been too overwhelmed to see multiple shows this time because I I just didn't, I wanted to experience it and see what it was actually like. I think what I would want to do next time is go with like another couple or two other couples And have me and the girls go to a couple of shows and maybe not do all of the dinners and the things and whatever, but just go to the shows just to see them and have fun and then do the other things we like doing.
1: Gotcha. I mean, that's a pretty cool, impressive tour that they brought you about between that and putting you up into going into the home, which I was just looking up this, like the Louis Vuitton home was built in the 1800s.
0: Yes. And it's incredible. And also being there, they gave us. A very special trunk. So, when I ordered a quick story about my trunk, so I had ordered this custom Louis Vuitton trunk, which you uh, have seen in my former house in my closet. I had glass made for the top of it and turned it into a table. But I ordered it in 2019. They said it would take a year to make. And by the way, they don't take a year to make, it just takes a year for them to place the order, get around to making it and shipping it back. It probably takes a week, maybe two. Although that's a bigger trunk. Maybe it takes longer. I don't know. Anyway, so um, I ordered in 2019 and I had it custom done inside whatever. And I had them put a tag in it that said DuBro 2020 because they said it was going to take a year. And I thought that was cool. So obviously with the pandemic, it took longer than a year. So I didn't get it till 2021, which I think is so funny that it says Do bro 2020. and We got it in 2021. And it's so indicative of the pandemic. And now I find it even more meaningful, you know? So I think that's so cool. Anyway, when they delivered my trunk to me, they gave me, um, I'll have to take a picture of this for you. They gave me a mini trunk. That's like the size of, I don't know, you know, four sticks of butter.
2: Yeah. Like, four is st- a normal package of a pound of butter?
0: Yeah, pound of butter. Like the size of that. And it's a it's like a mini Louis Vuitton trunk. Not a mini version of mine, but just like this mini Louis Vuitton trunk. And I was like, oh that's cool. But it doesn't open or anything. It's just more like a little like art piece. And so I have things like that in my closet, like things that, you know, Chanel has given me snow globes or just like things like that. So I love collectibles. And it's special. It's like you bought this trunk and you get this. So when you go to Louis Vuitton's house, you get this special trunk that you can only get if you go to his house. And it's this gorgeous little trunk, a little bigger than the pound of butter. And the top actually opens and you can see, you know, the inside is finished. It's so awesome.
2: That's really cool that they, I mean... You're in and, a you're in a special club now.
0: And I'll tell you they only do these dinners a couple of times a week. And to get in there's about a 2-year waiting list. Damn. That's uh that's
2: a lot. I mean, wow, that's incredible. I mean, just yeah. so long, just going there.
0: Such a crazy experience. I mean, so fun. The whole thing was just amazing. I really loved it. I thank my husband for taking me. And, um, yeah, that was the whole Paris experience. And then, by the way, when we came back, we had this crazy Disneyland experience, which I will save for another time, maybe next week. I will tell you about 21 Royale. Very interesting. Um, And that was that. So Paris was a blast. So stay tuned to my Instagram for more content and all of that. Thank you guys so much for being here. I missed being here and i'm excited about BravoCon coming up i am excited next week heather almusa is going to be on the show and we're going to do a full um roundup of the both reunions and uh you know join us on nightcap tonight if you want to talk to me about it sooner and thanks to steve and gabby for hanging out with me and i'll see you guys next time